You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. Welcome, everybody. Bang is for doing, and here we are doing another amazing After Buzz TV after show. For your favorite show, it's Dexter, and we're on season 8, episode 11. It's almost over. Oh, man. It's almost over. Second Mon- to last. Yeah, second to last. Monkey in a Box. I'm your host, Shano, and I'm joined here by my always amazing co-hosts. Hi, I'm JJ Jurgens. Hey, I'm uh, Stephen Lemieux. And we're going to be talking about the following topics tonight. We're going to be discussing Saxon escaping death narrowly. Um, <laughs> he was like just popping up places this episode. Everywhere. He was pop. Okay, I was going to say a dirty joke, but let's not talk about that. Dexter doesn't need Harry anymore. Elway and Clayton tail Hannah. And lastly, Quinn and Deb. And we'll talk about little cool stuff that happened with them. Aw. Aw, it was so tender. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're missing uh, Anna Koppel tonight, and she will probably be joining us next week. But uh, she will be missed. She's here in spirit. Am mm-hmm. I right, everybody? Yes. Mm-hmm. Miss you, Anna. So, Saxon escapes death narrowly. Well, I mean, he escapes. he escapes going to jail for a long time while they ponder whether to give him the electric chair or not. I know, man. It's just, I, it's, I, I was expecting Dexter to kill him, and I, I, I think it was a good reason. It, it was a good reason why he didn't want to, because he didn't feel the need anymore. And I don't feel like Dexter's felt the need for quite a while now. He's just been chasing around the brain surgeon this whole season, and we don't, you know, you mostly me and Steven, we've been saying like, oh, Dexter hasn't had a kill room kill, you know, mm-hmm. like he's he's not having those conversations with people anymore. And it's he hasn't had the need to. He's he is really busy. He was he's been on a wild goose chase, right? Mm-hmm. For the brain surgeon. He's had his family to worry about, fixing, mending his relationship with Deb, taking care of Harrison, tying up loose ends you know, all kinds of loose ends, right? Mm-hmm. And uh it, it's nice though. It's nice to see the resolution to his character in a way where he's he's really like you said, JJ, you said he transitioned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually like that moment. I thought it was a nice way, you know, to have him come to realize that because it was was a little frustrating that while he's trying to get out of town get hannah out of the country he wants to stop to make one last kill it's like oh come on like when when is is it enough or when is anything else going to be more important so i did like that he had that conversation and left him on the the table for deb to have get the glory from it i didn't see clayton coming in i i thought when deb came in then he was gonna maybe kill deb but i didn't didn't account for Clayton the Ding Dong to show up. <laughs> for Clayton's dumbass, yes. dumbassosity. Oh. Jesus, what the heck is his problem, man? <laughs> Going into this place without backup? He, what? He's I, been a consistent dumbass the whole time. And he what do you... Frustrated us. Dude, he, even... I'm thinking about his uh, the actor, 
Um, I don't even know his name, but I know he was in Sons of Anarchy. And his character died in such a stupid way in that show, too. He stepped on a mine, and he got blown to bits. <laughs> oh, he's never very good luck. <laughs> it was just so awful, right? Wasn't his last word just, ah, oh, Yeah. Like, that's all he said, and then he was just gone. And I'm like, okay. Bravo. But this this was even worse because he was like, oh, no, no, I didn't see anybody. And then he just gets stabbed right in the heart. There's no way that he's coming back from that. Am well, I right? Yeah, and like you said, like not analyzing the situation at all. There's a table full of, you know, knives and, and well, I'm just be a little more cautious. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me in that he's investigating Deb for hiding Hannah McKay. He's not investigating Deb for being a murderer, for being an abductor, for being this, for being that. It just doesn't make sense for him to jump to the conclusion that, oh, Deborah is at this place where this guy has tied up this other guy. It doesn't really like he he he's smarter than he's the only person who's putting putting two and two together throughout this season with like hand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hannah being in this place and Hannah being hidden by Deb, you'd think that he'd be a little bit more smarter, at least calling backup before letting this guy off a table. Well, and especially knowing their job. I mean, their jo- it's part of his job to be aware of all this kind of stuff. And it's just been on the news what Oliver has done. And everybody in the town has seen these videotapes. And so you'd think maybe he would thought, oh, this guy was in here, but Deb hadn't found him yet because it was a big place. You know, she could have been in some other room, like, but still that could have been who she was looking for. And he just is so, so quick to let him up. Yeah, you're totally right, JJ. Even uh, <laughs> regarding him... Like- like listening to the news and bulletins and stuff. Yeah, you think a U.S. deputy marshal would be a little bit smarter. And even if he's doing a stakeout with uh, tailing uh, tailing Deb and trying to find Hannah McCain, what her whereabouts are, right? It, stakeouts are kind of boring sometimes, and you can't always listen to police chatter, right? And how much U.S. marshal chatter would there be? There probably wouldn't be any, right? So at least the radio, she's, it would be like an all-points bulleted all over the radio. It, it would be every. It was on the TV. The at TV's, a gas station. At a yeah. gas station. And Saxon himself saw it. If, if he saw it and... And and the marshal doesn't. Come on, that's kind. That's kind and of this bad. is the next yeah. day too. Like this is the next day. This isn't something that it's just like it just immediately went on the television. This is, hey guys, we just got thirteen videos of someone sawing pe- into people's skull and taking their brains out. <laughs> By the way, he looks like this. We had him in the station. We know exactly who he is. There's a bolo out on this guy, obviously. It would. And it not to mention, been... it's the same room that he the video from the videos. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Seriously, right? And yeah. it would have been, yeah, it would have been like 12 hours later. They would That would have been the news story being eaten up by the press all night for 12 hours. CNN would have been dissecting yeah. it. The Associated Press would have been saying every half hour updates, you know, on, on this guy in the manhunt. The problem, the yeah. problem is, is that I see if, I see his reaction coming from a place where he knows about this killer and he sees the chair and he's like, oh, this must be a victim of this killer. But at the same time, it's the picture was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could see his reaction of, oh, my God, this is the situation. That guy's coming back. I need to get this guy out of the chair. But wait a second. That guy is the guy in the chair. Maybe something different's going on right here. I don't know. It's 
<laughs> uh, he got stabbed to the heart for his mistake, though. And then Deb got shot for his mistake. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know if she's going to die or not. It, we saw in the teasers for next time, she seems like she's in a lot of pain. I, I want to say she's going to do some kind of, uh, she's going to make an omission. She's going to say mm-hmm. something, or not or not an omission, rather. she's going to admit something, and she's going to say, probably blab about everything mm-hmm. that she knows to Dexter and everything regarding the case. She's not going to have a filter because she's in so much pain, I, I would imagine. I think she'll tell it to Quinn. Yeah. I think she's going to tell a lot more than... Because Quinn has always kind of known. And, I mean, you think of the truce between uh, Dexter and the truce that uh, Oliver put out there. I mean, Dex kind of has an unspoken truce with Quinn. In that Quinn kind of knows that Dexter killed uh, Liddy. I mean, he kind of knows. But Dexter smeared the blood evidence and got Quinn off from the murder. Yeah. So, like, they kind of have that, yo, bro fist kind of mm-hmm. not going to... Not Respect. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Respect, man. It's like, I know that you're doing this for you're doing this, but whatever you're doing, I'll stay out of it because you kept me out of jail. Yeah. I completely, completely agree with you guys. I thought that was going to be my prediction this time, too, was that she is going to confess to Quinn of, of who Dexter really is and what she's what she has done and, you know, what she did to LaGuerta. And, and I kind of see it as a way, too, that she almost has to do that I think she's going to live, but I think that almost had to have happened for her. If she is going to marry Quinn, I feel like that's a big bomb to find out later in life <laughs> after you're married to somebody. So I do kind of think that that would also help them to go ahead and move forward <laughs> with their marriage. And I didn't I didn't quite understand it at first. There was a tweet from Phil, and he, he was saying that, like, Dexter's duties will be passed off to Quinn. And I was reading, I was like, you mean, like, killing people? I'm like, nah. And then watching tonight's episode, I'm kind of like, okay, so going after Saxon is kind of going to be maybe be passed off to Quinn as Dexter tries to escape. Because if Dexter, I mean, if Quinn knows about, a little bit about Dexter and knows who this Oliver Saxon guy is, Quinn's been on a manhunt for uh, Zach this whole time, thinking that he was the one who killed Cassie. He was the one who Mm -hmm. killed this other girl and everything. He's going to see that Zach's dead. Yeah. I mean, he's going to know that Oliver killed Zach, of course, because he's in the video, the horrible video cutting open his skull alive. He's going to see that he killed Cassie. He's going to, and he's going to assume that he killed the woman that Zach actually did kill. But still, that's going to put him on Oliver super hardcore, especially Quinn's the kind of guy that will take it personally, the fact that he looked Oliver in the eye while Oliver lied to him across that interrogation room. Lying his ass off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's Mm -hmm. something that Quinn's going to take personally and he's going to hate it so much more. It's going to just drive him towards getting this guy more. I wanted to, um, you were talking about all that stuff and it kind of reminded me of the service that they had today. Was that a service for Zach or, oh no, it was for Vogel. Vogel. Right, I was I was thinking like, who is this for? Do they know Zach's gone already? Isn't it funny how Vogel dies at the end of last episode, and then this episode we have this whole after show we haven't even mentioned Vogel because we don't really like. I mean, right. it's just such a bigger impact to see um, Marshall get stabbed and Deb get shot that we kind of forget mm-hmm. about Vogel. Yeah, it, it almost feels like there was there was a lot there was well this episode. It felt like there was a bigger impact for for Vogel being killed than there was for Maria Laguerta. <laughs> they totally just they ellipsed over the whole service and they go right to the bench ceremony dedication. <laughs> Here's the like, bench, and we'll just give Evelyn Vogel this nice big fountain, <laughs> maybe a chair. Yeah. Um, so Saxon escapes. I, 
he was just pissing Dexter off the whole episode. Like, just going to Dexter's territory and just whizzing all over everything, right? Mm-hmm. It was super predictable, though. It was. It was like every time they would say something and they didn't mention a name, you're like, oh, it's Saxon. And says, oh, it's Saxon. Like, hey, I invited someone to your birthday party. You might not know. It's Oliver Saxon. It, it, Surprise! Yeah, it just... Surprise, mother... Arker. There you go. <laughs> I mean, the interrogation room. Hey, we need a DNA sample from that guy in the interrogation room. Okay, it's going to be Saxon. Hey, uh, someone's coming to check out your house. It's going to be Saxon. Yeah. It, it kind of got redundant to the point. But now, I mean, it's it was an interesting scene with the realtor because they did bring back Syl from Miguel Prado and everything. Yeah, that was so weird. When I saw her, I was like, this isn't the typical realtor. Who the hell is this? And then you mentioned that it was her. I totally forgot and she she is she's an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is like I was expecting like a realtor with shoulder pads, you know, like an older lady. <laughs> and here here and walks Sil Prado. I guess it's short for Sylvia, right? It's got to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's also I like that they did that too cuz I just I I actually kind of thought it was funny while I was watching and she's like, "Yeah, I was really happy when I got the call." Is what she said and I was like mm-hmm. thinking like the actress was probably like, "Yeah, I'm really happy when I got the call that I was coming <laughs> back for another episode." <laughs> But, uh, no, I like that they bring her back because it goes back to, um, I mean, this episode kind of ties in with Miguel's season. And that was when Dexter tried to teach someone the code. And it failed miserably, of course. We see that by the fact that she's it's his late husband and not his uh, her current husband. But also that that was the – you mentioned it, that that was – she was the one who hooked Dexter up with his house with Rita. Mm-hmm. And that was his starting his life kind of with uh, with a woman. And now – He's off somewhere else. He's selling his apartment. He's selling the new life that he started to create a new life somewhere else. And also Saxon alluded to Rita, and he was like, oh, well, you had a wife before, and she died, and look how that turned out. So what's going to happen with your new girlfriend and your kid and all well, these connections you have? Yeah, making a good point that if, if another one of his girlfriends or family members or friends, if they start dying off, that people would start looking into him a little bit more, being like, why is there so much death around him and murder around him? So let me ask you this, the truth. Do you believe Saxon would have backed off everything related to Dexter? I think as a as a point of survival, I think he he may have. I'm like I'm like sixty forty. I'm positive. I think he would have. I think yeah. he was going to back off. Yeah, because what's Dexter going to do to him from Argentina? I think it's interesting. I mean, taking a look at the scene from the from their perspective, that Dexter's now human and and not a psychopath. Because that's what their that's what their whole arc this season was is creating Dexter into a human and no longer the old Dexter. I thought it was interesting to see. To think about that in season one, if somebody had told Dexter that and something like that, the reaction might have been different because right now he's threatening Dexter's like love of his life and his son and things like that. But before, I mean, you realize that he didn't really love Rita. He was using her as a cover mm-hmm. before. Yeah, and I mean, people. This has been a huge controversy since Rita passed away. Of course, spoiler alert. I mean, if you're watching season eight, I don't know why you wouldn't have seen that season. Um, is whether he really loved Rita or not, or whether it was just more his fury of her death was because Trinity got the best of him in the end. He had the last word. So it's kind of interesting to see like a man offer him a truce, speaking of his family as pawns, when, I mean, technically now they're not pawns. I mean, he loves them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does love them. He, he does. He really, uh, obviously it's his own 
it's his re- it's his blood. This kid came from him. Um, and then we got somebody he found on his own that shares everything he loves to do, or he loved at least, you know, but, killing. But Saxon mm-hmm. is him from the past. Saxon is the one who wants a cover that is expendable. He wouldn't care if somebody, he wouldn't care if he was married to someone and someone went and killed him. He would think, okay, they didn't kill me. But Saxon is the old Dexter. He's heartless. He just doesn't have the code. Yeah, he just doesn't. He's, he's completely unguided. And that's that's kind of where that analogy fails a little bit, I feel. Yeah. But uh, uh, he does represent a part of Dexter, that part that he wants to finish off, I guess, before he can move on to Argentina. He, he, se- do- he doesn't want to leave loose ends. He seemed in disbelief when Dexter said, I don't want to kill you. Like, he seemed like, wait, like, you're not urging to kill me right now? I was in disbelief, too. But it's kind of what he was looking for when he went to his mom. You know, he wanted to be able to learn how to be like that and how to be, have her teach things that Dexter was taught. So, yeah, he's completely that student that hasn't learned anything (laughs) yet. See, what if this went another way? Let's just say they successfully arrest Saxon. They get him to court. What's he going to say? What's his alibi going to be? He's going to, will he spill everything about Dexter to maybe get a plea bargain to get like less time or even just get complete immunity? What could he do? Dexter will be in Argentina. Dexter will be in Argentina. I wonder if it's a non-extradition treaty country. But Dexter would be in Argentina and, you know, there, there would be such a public outcry for everything this guy has done because it's been all over the news. It, it would be like if they let him go from the trial, from from being executed, pretty much. What You know, the public would hate it. The public would totally hate the police department and then uh, the state prosecutor. Well, what I would wonder in that in that circumstance was, did Vogel take notes on Deb? And does he the, have the notes on Deb? Because if then, he would know that Deb killed LaGuardia. He would know all these other things that he could say about Deborah, and he would have the file somewhere probably backed up. And even mm-hmm. if even if Dexter, del- he did delete everything on the computer, he, he shredded the files, whatever. It says permanently deleted. It's not really permanently <laughs> deleted on there. Any forensic computer tech from a police department or FBI can go in there, and they can really retrieve everything that was on there. It's just like tucked away. Well, at least they went one step further though like they didn't just have him throw it in the trash and throw it away yeah. he used an access program and at this point i believe we're supposed to think that dexter is some master hacker so nothing can ever happen bad to he, dexter on computers he learned it from lewis two seasons there you ago go. <laughs> learn it from lewis that's like a great name for a youtube show <laughs> <laughs> uh we, we'd have to do our own like intro for the learn it to lewis that's kind of like dexter but not really in some way but uh Let's uh, let, before we talk about our next topic, I actually wanted to mention to our AfterBuzz TV fans and followers: go into the iTunes Store, go ahead and type into the search bar "Serial Buddies." Guess what comes up? This awesome indie comedy slash slasher film, which it's it's written and directed by Kevin Undergaro, starring Maria Menounos, Christopher Lloyd, Christopher McDonald, Artie Lang, Kathy Lee Gifford, and a bunch of other funny cameos, uh, amazing actors that participate in this film. And you guys can download it. Help us here at AfterBuzz TV uh, keep the lights on and keep the hosts mm-hmm. coming in. Keep us like doing our shows, and we don't ask much from you guys. Uh, but go ahead and download it, and and this is a call to arms for you guys to help us out. Download Serial Buddies today. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You know what else you can do while you're on iTunes? Thank rate you. and comment. You can rate and comment this podcast <laughs> by right. typing in AfterBuzz Dexter. I think we have 31 comments now. We have a bunch. Oh, wait, no, that's another show. That's oh. We have like 60 or something. We have a lot. Yeah, I think we have quite a bit. We get every day, every week, we get tons of comments on our YouTube channel. Actually, we'll be talking about them a little bit um, at our news and gossip section. I want to say a special thanks to Tydell. Thank you. 
Where, he had did, a nice comment for what me. Did you, what did he say? <laughs> he just said I was looking good. He said he JJ's said, looking good this week. Oh, sweet. Right on, right on. <laughs> oh, you got a fan out there. Ooh-wee. All right, so Dexter doesn't need Harry anymore. So this kind, of, this kind of overlaps a little bit of what we've been talking about. But I thought it was a nice touch. Like this episode, we saw a lot of Harry. Mm-hmm. And like, namely, uh, when Dexter was sitting down in his apartment for the last time doing some research in there, and he was like, well, that doesn't sound like the old Dexter. And well, wait, you know what? Actually, that wasn't in the apartment, I think. But there was some point where he yeah. did say that. And uh, Dexter had like a good retort back to him. So that was pretty neat. He yeah, said, like, maybe I'm not the old Dexter. Maybe I'm not the old Dexter. Mm-hmm. And he isn't. We've seen a transition. I'm I'm finally glad to say that this was a satisfying transition for me. When Dexter finally spit it out, when Michael C. All finally spit those words out of his mouth as Dexter saying, like, hey, I'm moving on. I don't need to kill anymore. It, it, it was really mm-hmm. nice. It was a nice touch. Um, I know we've been talking about how we miss the old Dexter, and we do, but hey, we can watch the old episodes. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I like the moment with with Harry, too, because that's what I didn't like about Vogel, was that I didn't like that she took all the power away from Harry, that all, when they when they made the decision to make her be the one teaching the code. That was the one choice I didn't like this season, because it, it, I loved it being Harry, because I liked seeing the struggle between those two, and I thought that really made the dynamic when Harry was in the room with him, like, intense, and like, you want to see what was going to be said between them and then introducing the new character Vogel and having it being all her idea Hated it. took away from that that intensity when they were in the room together so I think with her being dead now I was able to go back in my, you know, in my head and feel like oh yeah now it's again it's just Dexter and Harry now battling this out again this conflict. The black holes of her dead eyes just sucked the code <laughs> right in yeah. and it didn't let any light escape God. <laughs> but we did but we did have uh, another nice scene where Harry, you know, he says that, hey, you don't need me anymore. And I never thought I would see this day. And it was really, obviously he didn't because he's dead. Mm-hmm. But it's so nice that that part of Dexter's persona that's up there representing Harry, uh, it was just, he was bathed in like sunlight, right? It was dawn. Mm-hmm. It, it really was a good representation of me, very symbolic of the new dawn that's coming for, you know, for Dexter, at least in the next episode and the next part of his life after the season ends. I think this episode was also largely a metaphor and largely a, like, in-your-face metaphor for the calm before the storm, though. Yes. Like, really, like, not even, not even subtle. It's like, hey, there's a storm coming, guys, (laughs) by the way. And the weather's perfect, but there's a storm coming. <laughs> Tropical Storm Laura. Yeah. My wife's name. <laughs> and then we have the whole episode. The whole episode was very, very slow moving yeah. in that, I mean, we still get the little pop-ups of, oh, it's Saxon. Oh, it's Saxon. Hey, what's up? I'm Saxon. And then finally at the end is when the storm is beginning to start. And that's this is where, like, I think... I really hope the pacing for next episode is really fast-paced. It has to be. Like, I want it to be, I sit down, and five minutes have passed, and the episode's over. Like, that's really what I want. Because tonight I was kind of, there were so many parts where I was like, okay, is it over? But now that I saw the real end, I'm happy. Yeah. But it's it's really kind of been a very slowly paced season, and we only have one episode left, so I really want to have something really satisfying. The cast have been saying it's fairly a satisfying Mm -hmm. ending. 
Yeah, I agree with you. There were so many, which I know they had to wrap up, but it was like Dexter's having his little going away party. Then it was like the moment with Deb where she again was confirming that he is a person inside there saying that, you know, he didn't have to have the code to be a good brother. So it was that episode where it's kind of, like you said, the calm kind of wrapping, tying up everything in a nice bow before. And we get that nice, like, 30-second webisode, you know, of Vince and his daughter, (laughs) which we still have no idea what is going on with. If you add up all the time that Vince and his daughter Nikki have spent together this season, it could have totally made a webisode. I think we keep trying. Like, you tried to say, like, oh, maybe she's pregnant. That's it. That's. (laughs) I think, like, you're you're trying trying to... (laughs) I'm trying to pull something out of this puddle of brown liquid that is the story. So why why is it, Steven? Let's explain to our listeners a little bit. Why is it that you thought she was pregnant? Okay, because they're at a bar, and she's like a girl who she's a girl who works in a restaurant industry. She's like in the bar area. She works in a at like, slutty outfit yeah, in a, a restaurant, a kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. She reminds me of the type of girl who'd go to a bar and have a beer. She doesn't strike me as someone who'd go to a bar where everyone's enjoying themselves and have a diet coke. Like that's really like when she said diet coke and didn't order a drink. I was like, she's pregnant. Like, I paused it. I was like, yeah. she's pregnant. And we all thought for a second. And then I'm like, no. I'm like, she can't be. She yeah. just got busted for smoking weed like, like last <laughs> week. Or, you know, and then I'm like, I don't think the show would <laughs> condone that. But, but yeah. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense if you think about it in this storyline. I don't want to go too far into this just because it's such a webisode storyline that doesn't really affect the show really that yeah. much. But, I mean, Vince disappeared. wasn't in her life. So this child's father is probably not going to be in her life. So she probably wants some kind of male figure in its life. So, hey, let's go talk back to dad. Hey, I'm going to have a lot of medical expenses pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Who can I get? Miss Doting Granddaddy. Take care of the kid. Yeah. No, it made sense. He looked like more of a grandfather, (laughs) too, with those funny-looking sunglasses on. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's just... It sucks that Vince didn't have such a huge role in this season, but giving him this crap storyline... I mean, I don't, I don't care. I want to see it in a webisode. I don't really want to, I don't want to take up three minutes of the show that should have really good stuff in it with that. And I said so when, when it opens the episode with the previews of what happened last episode, we see one scene that has to do with the brain surgeon. We only see Vogel's death. Everything else, every other storyline they touched on was Deb and Quinn and Vince and Masuka and like the other I mean not Vince and Masuka Vince and his daughter like <laughs> yeah. the other storylines nothing to do with Dexter being a serial killer I don't know I wanted to bring up at that at the same place well at the same bar obviously that was it Papa's again it probably was it was mm-hmm. okay so in that scene we actually had Dexter get up in front of everybody well he didn't get up he was like kind of like there and and Batista just like announced it to everybody that he was going to be leaving and I really liked that moment too it was like it, it was kind of like prolonging of the goodbye that Dexter has had for the since last episode and it when he was telling everybody and acknowledging like thank you and everybody was like were, were they like applauding or like oh you know doing like awing whatever they were doing it was a really tender moment I felt and Dexter he's not used to that he's not used to having like praise and admiration and like telling everybody saying to him that they're really going to miss him so it was cool to see him kind of accept it and again he's like becoming he's becoming more human and even Deb when they were sitting down uh, over at the apartment before they laid the trap for Saxon to come in uh, Deb was even saying to him like bro I know you think you're a monster but you're way more human than a lot of people that I work with than, than you, you think you are. 
Did I miss something? Like, because I know Dexter didn't want to tell anyone he was leaving, and then suddenly Matthews knew, and then everyone knew. Like, uh, did I miss something where they told everyone? Batista announced it right there, I think, because it was like getting really close to him leaving. So he's like, "Hey, hey we're all here. Why not?" And, okay, so few- that was the first time everyone found out. Yeah. Then. Okay. It was just Vogel's. Sure. It was Vogel's funeral, and mm-hmm. it just happened to be you know it's gossip, right? Everybody's just like spreading it around eventually. Okay, just yeah. making sure because I didn't know if it was like. That was going to be when everyone found out and nobody else knew except Batista. That was what was confusing. Matthews, too. That was another tender moment when he was like, hey, you can come back at mm-hmm. any time to uh, to the station. If, if you ever need a job when you come back from Argentina. All right. mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about, uh, let's wrap this up with Elway and Clayton tailing Hannah. So we kind of we went over that stuff a little bit. Clayton interrogates Deb in that one scene. And she's lying her ass mm-hmm. off to him, which was, it was a pretty inventive lie, I must say. Oh, that she didn't know who she was looking at. That that nurse just mistook me for that blonde lady on the news. I haven't been blonde since really bad yeah. freshman year. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. She had really poor eyesight, you know? Like, I checked her, you know, driver's license. She needed corrective lenses. She was not wearing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lied really quickly on that one. She did, but I she, mean, it's so obvious. Like he know, she knows yeah. he knows. So yeah. it's like, what are you gonna say? And even Elway, when he came in, they, they used that as ammunition. Um, Elway comes in, he goes, he totally forced his way yeah. <laughs> into Deb's place, right? And he's he's scope, he's like scoping out the place, looking around, and he sees those expensive shoes, his expensive purse, and he's like, "There's someone else here. Oh, let's look over at the table. Oh." There's mm-hmm. three places for adults at the table with wine glasses. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, let's... Uh, that, that, yeah. Again, Elway's character really <laughs> didn't develop into much this season. No. no. He was... It's, it's Sean Patrick Flannery. Like, it's such a... It's an amazing actor, and it's really... For his character have an arc, it doesn't. Well, thankfully, it's overlapping more with the other character yeah. storylines. It's it's really intersecting a lot now. It's not too separated from everything. And maybe maybe Hannah's going to kill him next time. I thought it was great how Deb covered for Hannah so much. And then we get a little tender moment between Hannah and Deb in the car when she's dropping her off at the hotel. Yes. She's like, I mean, I know it's like, I hate you, but... I mean, I want a relationship with my ki- with my nephew and kind of things like that. It's like, I guess, I guess you're in the equation. Yeah. It's like, all right, truce. Another moment that made us nervous, though, too, because if they were just at our house, it's like we kind of said the last week, don't you put a baseball cap on, glasses, like something? To like, <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, they're just Nothing. hanging out in the car. I know. You can't look this good and cover it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no wig, nothing. Okay, Hannah, you're the master of disguise right there, aren't you? Just get out in the front of the hotel. <laughs> so, Quinn and Deb. And we have a cute scene. The only, really, only scene with them together that was significant. She she's digging through his desk looking for his supplies to use, and you, Stephen, you totally called it, right? Oh yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, she's gonna find the wedding ring. She's yeah. gonna find the wedding ring. She's yep. gonna find the right, and she found the wedding ring. She found it, and that that was a pretty big sized rock. No, yeah, he proposed mm-hmm. to her already with yeah. it. Yeah, I bet she probably just thought he sold it, but it's it's Quinn. He's he kept it. He's Mister Misattachment. Like he, <laughs> he, like you look at Katya. He went and got attached just like that. Like I'm not. You knew he still had that ring. He killed people for Katya. <laughs> he changed evidence for Katya, which yeah. never fell back on him. Yeah, it didn't. Hmm. Well, like, Dexter's done it so many times. I know, but it was also interesting last season. I by the way, I. I during this season, I was just thinking how much I miss Isaac Serko because he was such a great character he was last a good season. Character. Um, 
it's interesting how they set everything up for Quinn to fall and then nothing really happened to him. And now this season, it's like that never even happened because he's with Jamie. I don't know. It's just I want to I want to see something brought up in Quinn's past to come bite him a little bit, not like kill him, but bite him. Yeah. Well, maybe we can have uh, Liddy come back from the dead. And <laughs> you should have saved me. <laughs> <laughs> having having Liddy and Jamie, and she's in the new Robocop. He's the old. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's what I've been thinking about the whole time. I'm thinking about all those connections happening. Uh, all right, oh, let's let's move on to our news and gossip now. After Buzz TV News. JJ, I know you have some really good news and gossip. I do. So, yeah. So, I was at Dexter Daily, and then I found a really cool... Um, somebody named uh, Fiber 3 Optics posted on YouTube a rewrite of this season. And you guys should check it out. It's, it's pretty entertaining. And I know sometimes we've got some negative feedback from your for, from viewers saying that we were negative about our reviews here. But I think it, we, we love the show. We just had so many expectations for this last season that we were just so excited for it. And I I think what we wanted was some more of our of the main characters to be more involved and we just felt like they brought introduced a lot of new characters that in the final season we kind of just didn't care enough about so anyway this guy has a really interesting rewrite where he kind of lays out the season the way he would have liked to have written it and he really uses a lot of those main characters so if you have time you should definitely check it out and and uh watch it because it's, it's pretty entertaining it gives vince a bit of role without Random daughter gives yeah. Quinn a better role without his character not making much sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie and Quinn aren't really dating in this. He either. keeps Zach around, and he actually has it be that Dexter did train Zach, and then Zach uh, ends up getting mad, kills Jamie. So then Dexter goes after Zach, but then that has now that has enraged Batista and Quinn. Then they all start thinking about that. Kind of leads them to Dexter. So then the chase for Dexter kind of begins more. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. That's I was going to sum it up with that too. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much the premise of this guy's video on YouTube is that it's. Everybody's gonna find out that Dexter's a serial killer, and it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna make it like it it really will happen this time, and there'll be so many allusions to the past seasons, like season two with Dokes and uh, DNA and and dental stuff, mm-hmm. and it's it's really cool the way this guy set it up, and Dexter, you know, still like he still ends up trying to get to Argentina, so he keeps some stuff around. I really mm-hmm. enjoy that, and mm-hmm. I actually I tweeted that out. Because uh, I got the link for it, thanks to you, JJ. And I tweeted it out, but I accidentally thought it was from Anna because of ah, the email. We're all on the same team. <laughs> you know, like the email forwarding and stuff. So anyway, I tweeted that out. If you guys want to uh, go ahead and click on that link and you guys can check it out and enjoy it. Um, was there any other? Uh, well, I can also say one from Anna. She sent to all of us. The whole cast was at the Paley Center and they did a, you know, talking about the final episodes. And there was a really sweet moment where uh, Jennifer Carpenter kind of got a little choked up and teared up talking about about, you know, they had asked her how it was to work with her, you know, ex-husband. And yeah, so that was another kind of cool, I think, moment to view as a, as a Dexter fan. And and just an interesting interview of all the cast, if you guys want to uh, YouTube that and watch that. About a 45-minute video. I was looking at some of the pictures of Michael C. Hall now. It looks like he has his hair cut really short on the sides and it's like still there's a little bit of it on top now it's so different you know because we've been seeing him for so many years of just the like the yeah. combed look that's it you know it's slightly grown out hair combed look and desmond was bald first and i was like I who was that. that guy yeah he's, he was like bald in that so i wonder what his next role is going to be oh. i should have looked that one up but 
regarding tweets, I got a bunch of them that I tweeted out on my account at Sean Austin O. Uh, we have Amy Garcia. Um, she also tweeted about the Dexter panel at the Paley Center. Uh, additionally, she tweeted, uh, apparently it's illegal to flag down a cab in hashtag Vegas. I learned the hard way. Hashtag what? And I didn't know this either, but she was having a tweet conversation with Jonathan Scott at Mr. Silver Scott. And he tweeted back at her. Um, they, they did a couple of tweets back and forth, but he said at Amy underscore Garcia, I'm usually working the strip handing out those cards. <laughs> so I never need my car. Laugh out loud. Awkward. <laughs> so that was a pretty funny little tweet conversation. If you guys want to check that out, I retweeted those as well on my account. And also Yvonne Strahovski at Y underscore Strahovski. She tweeted out this a few days ago. Question. What color is this board in a dispute with someone right now? And, oh, yeah, surfing rocks my world. So she's so into surfing, mm-hmm. and there's an interesting twit pick up there of her with a, holding up what appears to be, to me, a red or maybe maroon red surfboard. And people were saying, like, some weird, crazy colors to her, I guess. But she ultimately decided, thanks to the Twitterverse, that it is red. <laughs> so I'm glad All right. we... Phew, that was solved. I'm glad we solved that problem. <laughs> Um, I think this is actually kind of funny. Michael C. Hall is going to be in a movie in 2014 called I Fought the Law. I just thought it was ironic seeing his character as Dexter. Right on. Oh, and he has another one right now coming out, I think, in October. uh, Indie one. Um, Kill Your Kill Your Darlings? I'm not sure about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I did see yeah, that in he was the, just at the Yeah, he was just at the Toronto Film Festival promoting that. Oh, man, he's just, he's landing so many <laughs> law enforcement, serial killer, killing mm. roles. Things are killing them. Thanks to his death. What was that game? Role. Was it Gamer? Yes. The movie Gamer? And I, I wasn't expecting Michael C. Hall in that at all when I saw it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Mm. I enjoyed it. It was, I, I, you know what? I didn't like his, I kind of liked him in a way, but I didn't like him trying to be like, physical in the role like he seemed more like he should have just stuck to being a mental villain like someone who fights the the uh, the hero with his mind you know and he was trying to do that too but then he tried to do stuff with like actually fighting Gerard Butler and he ended up getting his ass beat I felt in a way so we well, anyway let's, right. let's go into predictions now and now your after buzz TV Steven just had a seizure right now. I know, seriously, man. <laughs> Thanks to the after buzz lights in here for the predictions. I'm going to say Hannah and Harrison will get away to Argentina, but I feel like uh, Dexter is going to sacrifice himself to ensure that they get away. He's going to block away, um, maybe get behind bars. Uh, he and but I feel like he may likely end up dead rather than behind bars because then his everybody's gonna find out what happened to him if he ends up behind bars, right? JJ, you actually stole one of my. I, I think that Dexter was gonna die too. I, I I don't think Deb is gonna die. I think she's gonna. Um, I think she's gonna recover from the bullet. And but I do think she is gonna tell Quinn everything. Um, yeah, but I, I I agree with you. I think he's gonna. I think Harrison and. Hannah are going to be fine, and I think it's going to be doomsday for Dexter. Hmm. Not, not like the doomsday killer, though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's going to be just Hannah and Harrison in Argentina? Well, I don't, I mean, I'm not, for right now, I think they'll be on the plane. I mean, they may. I still, I still think they're going to you know. pull the double plane thing, and we saw there was two flights. Hannah and Her- Hannah's going to be on one flight, and Dexter and Harrison are going to be on one, another flight. Elway is going to crash the flight that Dexter's on. They're not going to have him for anything. 
Uh, I think Quinn's going to be the one to take out Saxon, and it's going to be maybe a, lo- a mobile thing with Dexter guiding Quinn through it. And I think Quinn, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see Saxon die somehow. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I can't really make a really good prediction off what we've seen today. I had another alt that just came into my head when you, if, if Hannah and, um, Harrison did get on the plane, then Dexter didn't sell his bolt, boat this time. So he still has his That's boat. Right. So maybe he rides off at the end and then, you know, rides off into the sunset. Take a long boat ride to get to them. <laughs> With his, with his small beer cooler. I yeah, still think we but will he's got all those motors, so. Yeah. The one thing I liked from that uh, little different season thing, I did like the prediction that we'll see the um, opening sequence filmed differently. I'd like to see the opening mm-hmm. sequence in Argentina with, like, Dexter greeting Hannah or seeing Harrison or, like, tying Harrison's shoe or something like that. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Oh, be that cute. would be neat. I really, mm-hmm. I really like that, Stephen. Well, anyway, you guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us here at After Buzz TV on our Dexter podcast. Be sure to tune in next week because guess what? That's the last episode we're going to be doing for Dexter ever, <sighs> at least for the series. Hopefully there's a movie. Is in the, the guest confirmed or not? I am. I do not think so because I wasn't handling that. All right, but um, yeah, be, tune in next week, you guys, and rate and comment us if you guys want to follow us. Hey, give me a follow at Sean Austin O on Twitter, and I'm at JJ Jorgens on Twitter and JJJorgens.com. And I'm at Stephen Lemieux, and you'll see me here doing After Buzz and watching from the booth all of Sean's amazing shows. Check Sean out and Ray Donovan. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. And thank you, guys. We'll talk with you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.